God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. I will be your host tonight. I am Apollo. And here behind me, the illustrious producer Zach as well um, so welcome back everyone welcome back everybody there is a lot going on some rather amusing things going on and we're here to talk to you about actually a really serious issue uh, I want to talk to you about something really serious we're seeing children being confused we're seeing the American public gaslit by the media by their politicians uh, we had an amazing woman Vicki Tonkins on this morning, speaking about more absolute lies and corruption, and they want you to believe that there is nothing to see here, that they can be trusted to administer your elections, they can be trusted to keep the interests of the American people at heart. Uh, and meanwhile, our children, our children are falling into despair, their minds in disarray. Uh, we, we had Steve Schneider and we've had several others talking about the gender dysphoria that is being pushed on our children, the grooming that is being pushed on our children, but there is a much more serious uh, issue that we actually see in this country, and that is reality dysphoria. And <laughs> most Americans suffer from it. <laughs> like, the vast majority of Americans suffer from some really serious reality dysphoria and maybe i shouldn't use the the term most americans because actually at this point in time we have more people who see the truth and are turning the right direction and are refusing to fall prey to this kind of nonsense than ever before any before any time in my lifetime uh, and I, I i guess arguably you could say in the last century um but <laughs> we have some fantastic uh, political theater going on here from our darlings uh, our darlings uh, in Congress so we, the Capitol Police said they arrested 35 people including 17 members of Congress for crowding, obstructing and incommoding law enforcement officials say they already have given our, our standard three warnings some of the demonstrators are refusing to get out of the street so we are starting to make arrests um you know, this, of course, comes on the June 24 Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade. Wade has resulted in millions of Americans losing their access to abortion and delaying life-saving pregnancy care for women. 
using the term life-saving in that sentence is beyond ironic. And speaking on uh, this egregious action that has been taken, uh, we have our very own Vice President, Vice Resident, Kamala Harris. She has some words of wisdom for us. It just requires us to agree the government shouldn't be making that decision for her. And think about it. For the first time in generations, the United States Supreme Court, the highest court of our land, the former court of Thurgood Marshall, took a constitutional right that had been recognized from the people of America, from the women of America. We know, NAACP, that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. And today, extremist so-called leaders are criminalizing doctors and punishing women for making healthcare decisions for themselves. Personal decisions that is her right to make in consultation with her doctor, her pastor, her priest, her rabbi, her loved ones, not her government telling her what to do. Not her government telling her what to do. Isn't that fantastic? I believe this was the same Kamala Harris uh, in this video. To the virus. Yeah. And uh, you talked about the national mask mandate. That yeah. It sounds like that would be one of the first orders of business. Yes. How would you enforce that? It's really a, a, it's a standard. I mean, nobody's going to be punished. Come on. Uh, nobody likes to wear a mask. This is a universal feeling, right? So. So that's not the point. Hey, let's enjoy wearing masks. No, the point is this is what we, as responsible people who love our neighbor, we have to just do that right now. God's okay, so responsible people who love their neighbor, right? Not gonna these are decisions that should be made between an individual and their priest and their doctor and their rabbi, yada, yada, yada. Right, but this is the same administration of which she is a part of. She's still the vice resident of the same administration who uh, is responsible for a vaccine mandate for all federal workers that oversaw the rollout in the military. I believe that was the same administration. So here we see the same reality dysphoria. Here we see the same double standard. Absolute nonsense. And this is the same person out of respect for your neighbor, right? For your neighbors, for everyone else. These are the same people encouraging everyone to go out and commit acts of violence, encouraging them uh, to put pressure on the Supreme Court, on those justices. AOC, one of these little pieces of garbage, making this, this grandstand, this media gaslight, this, you know, publicity stunt, being arrested for, you know, the brave warriors that they are, the, bro the brave social justice warriors that they are. It's the same one who just went in and got all teary-eyed uh, because all of a sudden she was the victim of the very things that she is advocating for people to, uh, to do to our Supreme Court justices because they can't stand it, right? And here we say, 
AOC is escorted from a sit-down or from a sit-in on July 19th outside the Supreme Court with members of Congress to protest the decision of Roe v. Wade. Ilhan Omar, today I was arrested while participating in a civil disobedience action with my fellow members of Congress outside the Supreme Court. I will continue to do everything in my power to raise the alarm about the assault on our reproductive rights. Right. Here's, a, here's actual arrest footage uh, for AOC. Oh, what's that? That's weird. Well, at least they, I guess they don't handcuff. Uh, they don't handcuff government officials, right? Wow. What a poor, brave warrior. Poor, brave girl. And Ilhan Omar. Look at this theater. Look at this garbage. They really think that you're stupid. You want to know what this is really about? This is, oops, this is nothing more than a political stunt. This is a nice little publicity uh, opportunity. House Democrats tout bill to add four seats to the Supreme Court. A group of House Democrats called for legislation on Monday that would add four seats to the Supreme Court, lamenting ultra-white—I'm uh, sorry, ultra-right-wing branch that just overturned the Roe v. Wade decision on abortion rights. Eight lawmakers cited recent Supreme Court decisions that rolled back Miranda rights threw out a New York gun control law and allowed religion to surface in schools, as well as Dobbs v. Jackson women's health decision that overturned the right to abortion in Roe, saying there was a need to add new justices to the court. So the Supreme Court actually followed the, you know, the, the Constitution. The, the Supreme Court actually decided something in favor of the people, of we the people, in alignment with what the Constitution is supposed to uh, enshrine for us, is supposed to protect for us. They're upset because you can't murder babies. People now have the ability to legally use their Second Amendment right to defend their own lives, particularly in New York of all places, which is absolutely overrun uh, with crime because of these liberal agendas, because of these deep state actors, these pieces of garbage. And I find this so. I find this hilarious. Uh, they mentioned where basic freedoms are under assault from the six-three conservative supermajority on the bench. The Supreme Court isn't susceptible to the popular vote the way Congress is. Johnson said, and it has used that fact to amass power. It's making decisions that usurp the power of the legislative and executive branches. I'm sorry, usurp is not the right word. What you mean is check. Because the, the whole, that's the whole point. The whole point of the Supreme Court is to check the other branches of government. They, they use this 1984 doublespeak. It's making decisions that usurp the power of the legislative and executive branches. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's exactly the point. The legislative and executive branches are supposed to be checked. They are supposed to have power usurped by the judicial branch. That is the entire point. If you want to speak in that language, 
each branch of our government, of our constitutional republic, is supposed to usurp power in order to prevent some kind of tyranny, which we are seeing now today. And, uh, whoops, and in, in open view, something that everyone can, can see, and thank God for this, uh, another mass shooter popped up. I believe he was, it doesn't matter what kind of uh, rifle he's using, but it, I, it was an AR-15, and he was in a mall, started did shooting at innocent people. And a bystander, a man armed with a handgun, who has been identified now as, uh, I believe it's Elishka Dickin, fired 10 rounds from his handgun. According to the chief, the gunman attempted to retreat back into the restroom and failed, fell to the ground after being shot. So there's one example, one more example, as we've, we've seen how many mass shootings and how many media narratives surrounding mass shootings of guns being the problem. Well, there you go. That's one more, one more win for the Second Amendment right there. And thank God that he was there, and thank God he did act and, and end that, uh, you know, that incident. I'm sure there will be a lot more details coming out in the near future, but at this point, that's a pretty clear win for the Second Amendment. So thank you. Thank you, America, for having a Second Amendment. Thank you, Supreme Court, for upholding it in New York. Thank you for the rulings that have been coming down that affirm the Second Amendment, that affirm that Americans have rights inalienable, inalienable given to us by God, not subject to interpretation by tyrants like we have in our executive branches, in our legislative branches. Thank God for that. Today we had a, uh, we had a fax blast on the... I don't even know, the spectacle, the clown show that is Joe Biden and how his his clear lack of cognitive ability is a national security threat. This is a, a man who supposedly is in charge of the direction of America, who supposedly is the one orchestrating the grand rollout of the agenda that we see plaguing our nation today who supposedly is, be, is the reason that we have 5 $6 gas, $7 in California. I believe there are some places it's hit $8. Why our supply chain is collapsing. Why people have... Uh, a recent uh, Rasmussen poll just came out and said the majority of Americans believe that, Hunter, that Joe Biden profited from business deals relating to Hunter Biden's dealings. And yet the guy can't form a sentence. We are a laughing stock. It's not even funny. I have a I have a one minute video clip uh, of Joe Biden, and he's talking about vaccines. And I want to play this not because it's not funny anymore, but this is the person who represents the highest office in our country. This is the person who represents a p supposedly American exceptionalism, right? So who who supposedly exemplifies you know the the leadership of this country a country that does not have elections we have selected leaders we have globalist uh, appointees we have a right and a left party which are really just one creepy little dinosaur creature wearing a couple hats this is the person and, and it's important because we as Americans want to look at how do we fix this 
And meanwhile, they have this individual. So on the grand, on the world stage, we're a laughing stock. He just had this uh, trip to Saudi Arabia. Embarrassing, embarrassing. And we're lo- we're supposed to look to this, to this clown show, and say our problems beca- are because of him. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say? We know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it's going to be, uh, or excuse me, we we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. You you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are are you you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you you know, or or, or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not, you know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? Oh, that's a doozy. That's the guy who's, uh, that's the guy who's running the country, right? Do any of you believe that? Because I can't believe it. I'm sorry. If you believe that this guy's in charge of anything, I'm going to speak for myself and no one else. That guy is either a poor, senile old puppet, and I really do pray for him, that they are parading him around to destroy this country, to destroy the image of this country, and give everyone some illusion that he's behind any of it. Uh, We look at the Tucker Carlson release of, we played it this morning, saying that that Jill Biden follows him around on a very tight schedule and says, okay, you got to speak in 30 minutes and then gives, gives him pills so that he doesn't talk like a baby. And, you know, the pills are, I guess, somewhat effective at that. I've seen small children who are actually more eloquent than him. But this is what we're supposed to accept. This is the reality they want us to accept. This, this is the epitome of reality dysphoria that we have to look to this and say our our president of the United States and we have to look to this and say ah the most popular president in the United States right in the United in history right um, but there is actually a new movie coming out um, that I'm actually really excited to see and uh, it's called partial recall and I <laughs> And uh, I think I'm assuming it's an autobiography of uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure who's who's going to be producing it, but I'm excited to see that. I have a feeling it'll be similar to the clip that we just watched. But we have actually a lot of things going on in this country that people want answers on, that people demand answers on, that people are tired of having to put up with. One of them is the fact that our elections are still stolen, that our election system is still broken beyond all repair. And when I say beyond all repair, yes, we can get back to good elections, but the system that we have with these machines, these Dominion machines, Smartmatic, you go down the line with the absolute dishonesty and obfuscation at the judicial level, all the way down to, you know, GOPs at the, at the local level. You heard one of those stories this morning, and we've heard several others. Our electorate is so broken beyond repair, and our our political scene is so infiltrated and infested with cowards, liars, 
and agents of the deep state, agents of the radical left, that there, there is no fixing it as it is at this point. We need to replace this in this year. We need to replace it in 2022. And so we've talked about becoming the doctrine of the lesser magistrate. I'm going to speak a little bit to you about that today because I want to put it in perspective a little bit to you. Uh, but here's a, here's a piece of news that I would really like to know about instead of, you know, the Amber Turd story where all of the all of these ridiculous, uh, you know, political theater moves like AOC and Ilhan Omar and, uh, you know, th these pieces of trash who think that, who, who truly do think we're stupid. They think that we're cattle, that they can just, you know, put all this stuff in our faces and we'll buy it. People are not buying it anymore. Uh, but this is a... A uh, UFC fighter, Israel Adesanya, and uh, what he said. Tell me, tell me if you think you'd like to know what's going on about this instead of, uh, you know, monkeypox. Galen Maxwell just got put away for twenty years, so she was supplying kids for all these f pedos, right? Where's the list? Is it is it, as that just gets like? I don't know. It's weird that that got no coverage, but Johnny Depp and Amber was everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And I'm like, so the list of, you know, politicians and actresses and actors or whatever that they talked about, does that get swept under the rug? Do they not get any time for actually f those kids? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, that's weird that how that just doesn't compute with me. Great question. Great question indeed. Great question indeed. Let me know. If, let me know in the comments if you guys think that it would be more beneficial for our country if it would be more important for us to know about which politicians, which members of our society were patronizing someone like Glenn Maxwell, who were involved in that network, because supposedly it does involve a lot of very high-profile people, people who supposedly make a lot of a lot of decisions, who have a massive amount of influence in this country. I would like to know. I would like to know that. I, I really could care less about most of the stuff that we see in the news. But again, they want to teach our kids that it's okay to be whatever gender they want. They want to tell you that you can harass a Supreme Court justice. Sure, dox them. Here, here's a, a, uh, here's a manual for how to make Molotov cocktails. They'll put that on Facebook. Do they get fact-checked? Do they get visited by the FBI for that? No. No, because the, there's, there's such a double standard that it doesn't even... <laughs> and uh, here, here, I'll give you an example of the news that we do get. Instead of them publishing the list, and to some of you who may say, well, there's a lot of things that's going to come out, but, you know, the pieces are coming into place. I hope so. I really do hope so. Uh... But no, this is uh, there was actually a uh, a terrorist plot that was foiled recently, and it hasn't gotten much news coverage. Um, so I'll have to say I was wrong about this. There actually is right wing terror. Uh, so I'm going to play you this short. This 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 just uh, occurred recently. An actual terrorist cell was busted. Break into the Capitol building. We infiltrate the government and we kidnap the Speaker of the House. Everyone down on the ground, FBI, It's over. Oh, it's over, all right. It's over. For all of you, you FBI scum, we're the true patriots, standing up for liberty and stuff. Wait just one minute. Steve! Steve Crenshaw! <laughs> you got me. <laughs> 
Punch we got you right everywhere! We're all FBI agents if that hasn't been obvious! <laughs> Alright. FBI. I don't know how you sleep at night. Traitors. What do you know? We were all FBI agents the whole time. We did put a lot of work into that plot. Shame to waste it. <laughs> so this is... <laughs> right? Let me uh, just... <laughs> let, me, let me make sure you get that headline there. Uh, and it is... <laughs> I'm sorry I had to play that because it's so accurate. Right-wing terrorists to cap attack Capitol building. Isn't that the truth? It's funny, and it's, it's not so funny. That, that's, what, that's what we get. That's what we get in, in America. This is what we are... This is what we are left with when we have let so much go. This is what happens when we have fallen asleep at the wheel for, for so long. So, we have a commercial... Uh, that I want to play for a patriot who you absol absolutely should be supporting, and that is Mike Lindell, someone, in, in fact, one of the only people who is consistently and has unashamedly been fighting and fighting and fighting and putting everything on the line at great sacrifice to him to expose the election fraud in this country, to give the voice of the American people back, which, frankly, is the biggest fight that we have right now. Because none of these other problems would have existed if the voice of the American people was actually the voice that drove America, was actually the power that steered this country. We would not be in this situation that we are here. So we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor-outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever, only $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now. And you can go to MyPillow.com. You can use code CD21. You'll get a bunch of awesome discounts, 66% uh, and up to 70-80%, uh, I believe, on some of the products as well. Uh, you can also go to MyPillow.com forward slash CD21. Uh, go over there. Please support Mike Lindell. Support my coffee. Get, get whatever you can from Mike Lindell. Uh, you know, the... You've seen the media ravage him and other patriots who are, who are doing this. But Mike Lindell has been at the front of this with no regard to his own reputation, no regard to his own bottom line. And those are the type of people that we should support. Those are absolutely the type of people that we should support. Um, and, and on that, when we talk about people who you should support, 
there was actually there's some other news because Starbucks is in fact <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, Starbucks has now announced that they are going to be closing a bunch of locations. The CEO of Starbucks, in fact, in um, in some leaked footage, has made clear that Starbucks is going to be closing a bunch of locations. And guess where they are. Guess I'll, I'll give you three guesses. I'll give you like 30 seconds to guess if you want to type in the comments where you think uh, where you think Starbucks is closing locations. I'd really like to know if you uh, if you can figure this one out because and it's funny they even tell you it's not because we're not making money. So let's uh, let's hear about this news release. You probably heard the news. Starbucks is closing 16 stores in cities across America. The company says for safety reasons. So what's going on at Starbucks that's led to such a drastic decision? Here's Jim Murray. Drug use inside Starbucks bathrooms, rampant homelessness. Starbucks made the stunning announcement it's closing 16 of its locations nationwide out of safety concerns, including this busy Starbucks located on the iconic Hollywood Walk of Fame. Just steps away, a row of tents inhabited by the homeless. And a block away, three murders in just the past month due to gun violence. This Starbucks customer is upset to hear it's closing, but understands why. I bring my son with me all the time, and it's, it's scary sometimes. A spokesperson for the Los Angeles Police Union blames the local DA. I think the number one reason is a DA, George Gascon, and his uh, revolving door, get out of jail free cards, where um, suspects are getting out of jail faster than Starbucks employees can make lattes. Six Starbucks will close in LA, six in Seattle, the company's home base, and other locations in Portland, Philadelphia, and DC. And here's a sign of the times, Starbucks will also provide guidance to baristas on how to deal with an active shooter. Wow, drug use and safety, huh? It's almost like when you let crime, when you let corruption run completely rampant, when you let it run your society, when you let the true criminals out and criminalize Americans for exercising their rights, for traveling without wearing a mask, without being muzzled, for choosing what to inject into their own bodies, and then you let criminals who destroy property, who terrorize their their own communities or communities that they're bused to all over this nation. It's almost like the result is disastrous. We actually have a couple clips of the uh, Starbucks CEO. I believe this footage was leaked. And... Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're, for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. 
A disclaimer, if you are using things, Truth Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. I'm going to play uh, two short clips. This is of the, of the Starbucks CEO talking about these closings. And I want you to pay attention to what he says. I don't have to spend too much time on what's going on in the country and how America has become unsafe. Uh, but you all read the press release of the last couple of days about the fact that we are beginning to close stores that are not unprofitable. But we're closing stores as a result of the co-creation sessions that we've had. Almost 60 now, 25 in the SSC and the rest in the field, and we had one yesterday in San Antonio. But in all of those sessions, uh, it has shocked me that one of the primary concerns that our retail partners have is their own personal safety. And then we heard the stories that go along with it about what happens in our bathrooms. The issue of mental illness, the issues of homelessness, and the issues of crime. And Starbucks is a window into America. We have stores in every community, and we are facing things in which the stores were not built for. And so we're listening to our people and closing stores, and this is just the beginning. There are going to be many more. Not what they're built for? Yeah, I would agree. Not what they're built for. Just like our schools were not meant to, they were not built to indoctrinate our children into gender dysphoria that we were not intended to have a nation with an entire media complex built to instill reality dysphoria in its citizens, that we were not meant to have intelligence agencies in, in this great country, in God's country. We were not meant to have intelligence agencies weaponized towards Americans who refuse to go along with tyranny, who refuse to go along with the very type of behavior that this country was born out of. The resistance to tyrants that bore this country has now become criminal once again. And he, this, uh, the Starbucks CEO, um, um, his name is um, Howard Schultz. He, he goes on and he mentions a few more of the, the actual issues that are facing our country. You know, for some of the same reasons that a massively, massively profitable uh, business like Starbucks has, is now closing stores in major cities, liberal major cities, by the way. You saw, where was that? Portland, D.C., California. Shootings. If you remember in the first news clip, they talked about shootings. They were worried about they're going to have mass shooter prevention. You know, uh, pretty sure California isn't the friendliest place to own a gun. And yet you have a place like Starbucks, not for profit, but because of safety and rampant drug, drug use and criminality in and around their locations, they're going to be closing their businesses. And this is only the beginning. responsibility in fighting crime and addressing mental illness. 
and we are going to have to refine and transform and modernize many of the things we do to meet the needs of our customers in a very changing operating environment in which customer behavior is changing. Now, I, I say that, but at the same time, you need to understand something. Despite the challenges of COVID and post-COVID, and the ch changes in customer behavior in which over 50% of the business is drive-through, over 25% of the business is mobile order and pay, and the third place experience as it was designed is, seems to be less relevant, the demand for Starbucks coffee by our customers, domestically and around the world, has never been greater. Hmm. Hmm. Mental health. That does seem like a better thing to focus on than guns than inanimate objects. Maybe if we actually looked at the mental health of Americans who have been shut down, gaslit their entire lives now, who have been taught, instructed to view their neighbors as evil, one side to view the others as crazy, the others to view the other side as racist, as brainwashed, they're sheep, they're Nazis, they're tyrants. They're bigots. We've been taught by, by this apparatus in our country. We've been taught that reality is not what it seems. Just as they want to tell our kids that their gender can be whatever they wish it to be, we are supposed to be told that reality is whatever we are told. Reality is whatever we decide. It doesn't matter that gas is exploding, that tension in this country is higher than ever, that our government, led by this, this Alzheimer's patient, whatever he is, sending out billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine and to all these other governments all around the world, even, even pretending to have a modicum of tolerance for this World Health Organization, UN uh, agenda, this World Economic Forum, you know, or Orwellian nightmare that they want us to accept, that they want us to adopt. Maybe it's not such a good idea to just be focusing on letting men into women's bathrooms, on focusing on, you know, what, what, what your pronouns are, on allowing drugs to be commonplace in society, giving, giving all these people a place to do drugs, giving them free needles instead of giving them opportunity in, on teaching our kids how to actually succeed, teaching them how to read well, how to do math, teaching them actual skills instead of sending them off to rack up tens of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars in debt, only then to graduate and have no real clue what you're doing in, in life and to have no real experience with which you can then go and be successful, having no actual tools. See, just like they want reality to be whatever it is that day, they want to tell you that they're sending you off to be educated, and meanwhile the kids are being told that gender is just a construct, they're being told that capitalism is evil, your parents don't know anything, and they, they think they're being given tools. They think they're going out, you know, with a, a knife and a compass, and they're made of paper mache. They're not even giving them anything real. 
All they do is take their actual map of the world and they tear it up and then glue it back together in a different place, spin it around, throw some paint on it, and then there you go. You have a liberal arts degree. Congratulations. Don't listen to the boomers because they don't know anything. They can't keep up with the times. They didn't need to work hard and actually have skills to provide for a family. They're not the reason that you're here in the first place. And now we have Prince Harry. And I mentioned the UN. So the irony of this of the Nelson Mandela International Day. Uh, here's another reality dysphoria highlight for you. Uh, the constitutional rights of Americans should, you know, th they should be rolled back a little bit. A time of global uncertainty and division, when it's all too easy to look around and feel anger or despair. I've been inspired to go back to Mandela's writings for insight into how this could be. How he could experience so much darkness and always manage to find the light. There I found a few lines that stopped me in my tracks. In a letter from prison, he wrote, I feel my heart pumping hope steadily to every part of my body, warming my blood and pepping up my spirits. I am convinced that floods of personal disaster can never drown a determined revolutionary. To a freedom fighter, hope is what a lifebelt is to a swimmer a guarantee that one will keep afloat and free from danger. It moved me even more when I saw the date, August 1st, 1970, seven years into Mandela's imprisonment, not even one third of the way through. In those circumstances, how many of us would have lost hope and let our life belts slip away? How many of us would have been broken by a system designed to do exactly that? And let's be honest, how many of us are in danger of losing those life belts right now? How many of us feel battered, helpless, in the face of the seemingly endless stream of disasters and devastation? I understand. This has been a painful year in a painful decade. We're living through a pandemic that continues to ravage communities in every corner of the globe. Climate change wreaking havoc on our planet, with the most vulnerable suffering most of all. The few weaponizing lies and disinformation at the expense of the many. And from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States, we are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom the cause of Mandela's life. According to Freedom House, our world has grown less free every year for more than a decade and a half. As so, as so often happens in history, the consequences of decisions made by most, some of the most powerful people in some of the wealthiest countries are being felt even more deeply across the continent of Africa. The pandemic the war and inflation have left Africa mired in a fuel and food crisis, the likes of which we have not seen. In mm, okay, so let's talk about a few of those things right there. Um, a painful, painful year, painful couple of years. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. But you talk about the pandemic. Hmm. 
orchestrated. Acts of all this chaos, all these nightmares, orchestrated. January 6th, orchestrated. The plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer, orchestrated. The selection of Joe Biden, of Joe Robinette Biden, Kamala Harris, and all these other nightmares, all these clowns, orchestrated. Gas prices, orchestrated. The food shortages, orchestrated. Ukraine, the tension with Russia right now, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in, in weapons being sent over to Ukraine who are being used to kill children, orchestrated. The installment of Zelensky in the first place, the CIA running operations over there, which is very likely fueling you know, dark money to come back and do horrible stuff in America and to enrich these people who have their money laundering nets over there. You know, like the Bidens, the George Soroses, other politicians we probably don't know the names of yet. Orchestrated. The flood of crime and drugs coming over the southern border. Orchestrated. Thousands of Americans dying from fentanyl and other drug addictions. The, the source of those drugs in the first place. Again, a great deal coming over the southern border. Orchestrated. Money being given to illegal citizens, being given away, wasted, taxpayer dollars stolen, orchestrated. This is all by design. And they have the nerve to sit there and tell you that our rights are the problem. These mass shootings, orchestrated. And I'm not saying that every one of these is, you know, is some MKUltra thing. I'm not going down that path. But they allow this to happen. They allow this to take place in our society. And they want to tell you that you're the problem. They want to tell you that you are the issue. You are the cause of this. Because you're too extreme. Because you, you haven't put your foot down and, and just accepted the science. You know, trust the science, trust the science. I really need to get some clips of that. All of this, all, all of this is their doing. The millions of Americans that are being killed, that are being, are being disabled. The horrific number of people in our military who as a result of this vaccination mandate, who as a result of this assault on humanity, orchestrated. And they have the nerve to say that democracy is, being, is under assault at a rate never seen before. Well, they're right about that. But it's them doing it. They're the ones who are doing it. Our democracy is under assault. Our republic, our constitutional republic, it is under assault. But it is under assault by design. and is under assault by the same pieces of trash like this guy. And all of these, these clowns, all of these actors who want for you to be distracted and see the pretty lights and... You know, view life like it's a reality TV show. As they continue to orchestrate the theft of everything that you own, everything that you work for, and every last bit of influence that you may have in your community, in your family, in your country, and in, in fact, if they, if they eventually got away with their plans, which they won't, 
every last bit of influence that you would have over your own life. Now I'm going to switch over, and I'm going to talk about the I'm going to talk about the hundred day plan. Before I do that, I want to play a video because we've talked a lot about standing in the gap, and I want to I want to give you an example of that. And when I talk about this, I'm referring to the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. It is a book by Matthew Truella. A proper resistance to tyranny and a repudiation of unlimited obedience to civil government. Read this book. If you haven't read this book, read this book. If you did read this book and you have it, give it to a friend. This is required reading right now. Because anyone, we talk about a plan. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of plans have been talked about the last couple of years. We are the plan. Fact of the matter is, our system of government, our country is so infiltrated, so infested, that we have no choice but for we the people to realize that we are the solution and to become the solution. So I'm going to play you a video. Here's one example of what standing in the gap looks like. Yeah, that car right there, somebody pulled in to let him know their house is on fire. I saw him around back. That's the last time I see you. Okay. Hey guys, six-year-old girl and a 23-year-old male missing in the house somewhere. What do you got? Six-year-old female and a 23-year-old male possibly inside. Guys, come here, come here. Are you Xavier? It's everybody. Come with me, man. Come with me. Come with me. We gotta get away from the house. Hey, we gotta get away from the house, okay? Okay, baby. You're okay. Baby, okay? Please tell me that baby's okay. Yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah, she's okay. 100%. Yep, you're okay. You did good, dude. Okay. That's what standing in the gap looks like. That was a, I believe, a 25 year old uh, a pizza delivery guy. And he ran into a burning building, saved several children, and then went back in for another little girl, came back out with her. And there's several things that I want you to, I want you to take away from, from that clip. Number one, that wasn't a firefighter. It wasn't a superhero. That wasn't Batman. That was a pizza delivery driver. A pizza delivery driver. Not special. Not, not a president. Not a politician. A pizza delivery driver saw a burning building... I believe heard kids and saved four or five children. So you want to take that as a metaphor. He saw a house on fire and he saw people who might be killed. He saw small children who would be killed. And he ran into that fire. Did he gain anything out of that? Did he, did he make a you know, get a book deal out of it? Did he, did he make a bunch of money? No. He saved lives. He chose to stand in the gap. He said, nope, I'm going to stand between that fire and those children. He took those children out. He risked his own life to save those kids. See, I, 
he probably didn't even know. And then, not only that, he went back in because that house was still on fire and there was still someone in it. So right now I'm going to tell you, our country, our nation is on fire. And right now there are too many of us staring and looking at it burn and hearing the screams of children inside. There are too many watching America burn as children, men and women, as families, as their grandparents are burning alive in it. So what it means to be the lesser magistrate now is to run into that building. We need to run in and save our country. Because there are too many Americans burning. So we talk about about getting in the gap, right? I want you to understand the scale of this and how simple it could actually be. So I want you I want you to think about this. We're going to talk about growth, right? We saw millions of people mobilized on January 6th, and then they shut it down because they couldn't afford that because they are afraid of us. So I want you to think about this. 10 people we're going to start with 10 people. Those are the first lesser magistrates. Let's assume there's only 10 magistrates, 10 lesser magistrates in the entire country. Right? So we hear all the stories, the numbers, how close they are to reality. It's not really important. But the three percenters born out of the idea that only 3% of the population actually stood up and, and, you know, and won the revolution against Britain, right? That only 3% of the population were necessary. Well, here, here's an idea for you. There's 332 point whatever million people in America. Let's just round it down to 300. You know, 30 million, they're too old or they're too young, whatever. There'll be a couple, couple chickens in there. 300 million Americans in, a in, in our country who weak or strong, you know, at least they can stand up on their own two feet. If everyone just stood up, that'd be great. But let's go, you know, what's 1% of 300 million? Just 3 million people, right? Okay, times that by 3, 9 million. Hit me in the comments if you're following me. I'm, I'm not going to do any complicated math here for you. So, all right, so here's, here's a trick now. What do we need... And how fast could it happen to get to 3% of the population, right? So actually, let's go, let's be aggressive. I'm not going to do that. Let's go more than that. So we're going to use 333 million. So we're at almost 10 million people. It comes out really to 9,990,000 people. So we're going to call it 10. 10 million people is what we need to take back this country. All right? Everyone's following me? Very cool. So, we start with our 10 lesser magistrates. Only 10. So we've got, you know, got Joe and I and Zach and uh, Tig. We've got, you know, a few more of my friends. We've got 10 people and that's it. And on day one, so today, we go out and we say, okay, everyone, find two people. Just find two people, two more people who are 
ready to get in the gap. And maybe if they're lukewarm, you say, hey, here's why you need to get in the gap. Show them the video of this pizza, pizza delivery guy. Show them this episode. Say, hey, our country's burning down and people are burning inside. We need you to get in the gap now. So 10 people all go out and find two people. That's it. Every one of those 10 people goes out and says, I'm going to get two. I'm going to get my two today. They get two people and they come back. Then we start again tomorrow. So at the end of that, everyone goes out and gets two people. Now we're at 30 people, right? Doesn't sound like too much, right? This is day one. So on day one, we have 30 people. Now, the next day, tomorrow, we're all going to get two again. All 30 of those people, just go find two. Find two and then that's it. Then you can pray to God and go to sleep. On day two, how many people were we at? That's right, 90. Then we're at what? On day three, 270 people. On day four, 810 people. Day five, 2,430 people. This is the, literally every day we all get two. And then the next day, everyone we just brought in, every one of those lesser magistrates just finds two more people. Right? It's pretty simple. So on day five, we've got 2,430 people. Guess how many we have on day six? 7,290 people. Day seven, 21,870 people. Day eight, this is one week, 65,610 people. You say, oh, we're not really close yet. Not to 10 million. That's okay, just wait. Day nine, you know how many we're at on day nine? 196,830 people. Okay, day 10. 590,490 people. Now we have 590,000 lesser magistrates willing to get in the gap, willing to go and peacefully say, we're not going to put up with it anymore. We're not going to let you come after our kids. We're not going to let you teach them that they can choose their gender. We're not going to let you tell us that our elections are safe and secure. We're not going to let you tell us that we have to put up with this. We're not going to let you tell us that you can take 52 cents on the dollar and then tell us when we're allowed to transact, when we're allowed to open our business, when we're allowed to travel, what we have to put into our bodies. I'm sorry, we don't do that here. Not in this country. So that's on day 10. You know how many we have on day 11? We have 1,771,470 people. Day 12, you know how many we have? 5.3 million people. And on day 13, you know how many we have? We have 15,943,230 lesser magistrates willing to stand in the gap. There's a plan right there. Starts with 10 people. You only need 10. In fact, you only need one, because here's the trick. If you start with one, it only, it only slows it down by like a day or two. <laughs> so I could literally right now be the only lesser magistrate on this planet. And I could go find two of them, say, hey, guys, you done with this? Let's get in the gap. Cool. Cool, Apollo. No problem. Three people. Hey, guys, let's go get some lesser magistrates. Cool. Sounds good. Next day, look at that, nine people. Next day, 27 people. Feel me? In two weeks, we can go from 10 people to 15 million. 
just by going out, you and everyone, every lesser magistrate, you go talk to two people. And we will be at, actually, I mean, that's not even, after 13 days, you know, after about two weeks, that's more than, that's more than 3%. You're closer to 5 That's all it takes. And at that point, I don't care what laws that they think that they're going to pass. I don't care what the media says. When you have 15 million Americans ready to stand up and say, I will not go along with this anymore. I refuse to be a part in this globalist machine. I refuse to be a sheep. I refuse to allow my voice to be stolen. I refuse them to trap my children to trap the children of America, to trap my neighbors in a burning down building, and then tell me it's my fault. Two weeks. This could all be over in two weeks. And in fact, it could be over a lot sooner than that, because we already have more than 10. We already, realistically, we already have millions. So if you want to start at a million, couple days the only thing that we have left is for enough of us to look and say am i going to run into that building am i going to stand between the fire burning down this country and my fellow americans that's the first choice we have to make am i willing to do that because that man could have died yeah you might inhale some smoke you could be in big trouble yes i'm not saying this is without risk he chose to put himself at risk. To do so for what is good. He chose to stand between what is, you know, metaphorically the unrighteous law, this tyrannical government, the fires burning down America, and those children trapped in that house. And those are our children. Those are American children. Those are our grandmothers and grandparents. Those are our neighbors and the generations that they will have come after them. We have to make that choice. Am I willing to run into that building? Will I be the pizza delivery guy? Because really, that's what we're looking for. We're not look, we, don't, we don't need you know, tour speakers. We don't need 10 million combat veterans. We don't need 10 million Navy SEALs. We need 10 million janitors. 10 million ice cream truck drivers. Tow truck drivers, garbage men, construction workers, electricians, teachers, servers, bartenders. It doesn't matter. We need 10 million pizza delivery guys to say, I'm, really, I'm willing to run into that building. And then we just need to say, okay, cool. Which way do we march, guys? Which, which way do we go? So I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to challenge all of you, let's get two. Every single one of you listening, if you're willing to run into that building, you uh, yeah, mass evictions a necessity. Agreed, 100%. So if we want to evict these, these traitors, if we want to evict these scum politicians, if we want to evict these snakes, these lizards, who've slithered their way into our, into our nation's offices, who've slithered their way into the lives 
of Americans everywhere who've wiggled and rhythm, you know, they've kind of like, I'm a snake. And they get themselves into, into our judiciary, into our health departments, our school boards. And we simply say, hey, burning, the, the uh, building's burning down. You're not helping. So I think it's time for you to go. Get out of the way. Let the real men do the work. It's game over. So I'm going to get two. Today I'm going to get two. Every one of you, I want you to get two. And then I want you to email me at Apollo at conservative-daily.com. I want you to get your two and let's talk. Go two by two every single day. And in two weeks, there is nothing that will stop us. That's it. I'm going to pray. Father God, thank you for the blessings that we have. Father God, thank you. Thank you for men like this 25-year-old. Thank you for the pizza delivery guys. Thank you for the unsung heroes. And thank you also for our men in blue and our military, those who, who are truly doing their job, who are truly serving the American people, who are standing as a shield, who are standing in the gap between enemies foreign and domestic. Thank you for those who have stood up. I want you to empower every man, woman, and child, particularly the men, because they have had the biggest crisis of responsibility this year. Fill us all with the drive. Give us the need to recruit two more, to wake up two more, to connect with two more, to sit shoulder to shoulder, to sit knee to knee, to stare in the eyes of our brothers here on this earth our sisters here on this earth, that we may, we may agree to a covenant between us that we will stand in the gap, we will run into that building, and we will stand by each other no matter what. We will either come out of that building alive with the children in tow, or we'll go down in it because it's going down anyways. I just want you to, I want you to raise our spirits, Lord. Many of us are tired, we're frustrated, and we're tired of this gaslighting. We're tired of these lies. We're tired of the theater. We're tired of, of watching the dog being wagged by its tail. We're tired of the double standard. We're tired of being told that we're the problem. We're tired of seeing our country being set on fire and then told that we're the reason that it's burning. Just give us the courage to get to our feet, Lord. That's all, that's all we ask for. That's all I ask of you. Give us the courage to stand up on our own two feet that you've given us. Once we are on our feet, nothing will stop us. So I, 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 just, I ask for supernatural intervention that those who are currently stuck in this, in this maze, I just ask that it's all wiped away. I ask that they see the fires that are all around them. I ask that the men, the women in this country, the leaders in this country, all those who have not yet realized the leader that they are, that they stand up, that they realize that they are the ones who have to put out the fire. I ask that you connect us with two more brave Americans, no matter who they are, no matter where they come from, no matter what their occupation, no matter what their age, no matter what they 
may have aligned with in the past. That you just connect us every day with two more individuals who are willing to follow the path to put out the fires in this country. That you connect us with two more individuals in this nation who are willing to stand in the gap, who see the fires and are willing to stand next to us. I, I just wish that the fire in our hearts is ignited ten times brighter than the fires engulfing America right now. Just give us strength. Just connect us with those two and put us on our feet and we will do the rest, Lord. I ask that you, that you bless and you protect those children who are in that burning building right now. Those children who are, who are, being, who are being, having their minds twisted at school. Those who are being, being assaulted with this medical tyranny, with these, with these bioweapons. Those children who are being ripped away from their families. Those who have had time stolen. Those who haven't got to, gotten to see their grandparents. Those who have not been, who've hardly been outside. Who've been robbed of a childhood for the last two years. Of those, of those men and those women, those parents who have seen it, I ask that you allow them to rise up over their shame, over their embarrassment, to get over any ego that may be in the way. To be okay accepting that they've been fooled. We've all been fooled, Lord. Every one of us has been a fool. I just ask that you allow us not to be a fool any longer. Just raise us, raise us up onto our feet, Lord. There are so many blessings, and I, I pray that you allow us to, to continue to laugh and to continue to look each other, to look a, for us to look each other in the eye and to smile and to see the blessings in each one of us. And may all those blessings coalesce into, into a force so powerful that anyone who witnesses will only be able to say it came from you, Lord. Let us put out this fire that is engulfing our nation. Let us save our children. Let us connect as the lesser magistrates. Let our men stand up and realize their role as men. Let our women get in the gap with us, but may they also be proud of the men. May they look to the men. May they look to all of us and say, thank you. Thank you for standing up. Thank you for fulfilling your role. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for putting out these fires. I ask all these things humbly in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's it, everybody. Get two. Your job is to get two today. And then tomorrow your day is to get two. We're organizing through FEC United to get this, to get everyone rolling out. We need massive action everywhere, locally. When the density comes, so will the tidal wave. It's that simple. We could solve this in two weeks. So I ask you, will you run into that building with me? Will you run in for those children? Will you do it again? 
Your job is to get two. Get two lesser magistrates. And then I want to hear about it. That's your job. If you say that you're in this fight, if you say that this country is in trouble, if you can right now in your mind and in your heart say, yeah, my country's on fire, then it's your duty to run into that building with me. It's your duty to go out and get two today. It's your duty to go out and get two tomorrow because we can fix this. And we could be proud to fix this. So that's all I have for you. We'll see you tomorrow. We got some really cool stuff. I hope that we'll have a really cool uh, surprise guest for you tomorrow is my hope. But you'll learn more about that in the morning. God bless you all. Go get two. I'm telling you right now. That's your job. Go get two. And in two weeks, we can take back our country. I want to hear about you. I want to hear about the two that you got in the comments tomorrow morning. Send me an email. That's our mission every single day to get two. And we can be happy about that because that's an easy solution. We just keep getting two, and then we only need to take back one country. So God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Pray. Be the lesser magistrate. 14 days to restore our nation. God bless you. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.